Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the Online Friends Simulator, because everyone can use a friend, even online. Hi, friends. New show, new everything. I realize I don't have anything up front that kind of indicates that this is a brand new episode. All of the episodes more or less sound exactly the same when I start them, don't they? Well, this is going to be a little bit more of a mellower episode, I think, because wowsy, wowsy, wowsy. It's just a... it just keeps on coming, doesn't it? The world just keeps on rolling along like a, like a freight train through a china shop. Got myself a delicious Coca-Cola Zero right here. Keep me up. I'm a little I'm up a little late tonight. So I still have a beverage to keep me going. Uh, we're going to have regular segments today. It's not going to be like last time where I was a little bit of uh, rant mode. Wasn't feeling it quite much uh, in regards to the world as a whole. And again, it you know it's interesting to try to kind of think of like what would be appropriate, um, useful, and just information that that will kind of let you feel like you're not alone in any of this. I think I'm going to convey some more stories until, unless you guys want to share your stories as well. I'd love to share your stories. More than happy to. Got the voicemail working again, so we can go ahead and check the voicemail. Email works. Everything works. So if you're interested in sharing your story with us, let us know that we're all in this together. That'd be an awesome deal. You can do that at ofsshow at gmail.com. Or three four seven four five zero four three three five. If you want to leave a voicemail or a text, and as always, you can leave a, a comment at sincerarcasm.net. Where I have a few um, from uh, listener mate, listeners mate, and uh, right to Caliph Coast, uh, leaving some information, leaving some comments and ideas on the last episode. But I uh, hope everyone again is doing all right. Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, so let me know how you're doing, friends. I'd love to, I'd love to know how you guys are doing. <clears throat> but let's uh, let's find out how I'm doing. I guess everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, again, I'm tired. Um, doing this on a on a Monday night, a little late. Uh, keeping track of everything that's going on in the world around us. Keeping uh, uh, keeping score, I guess, sort of, and like how people are are being as as individuals, as human beings, how they're um, I don't know how they're just chugging along, insulting people, still <laughs> hating on folk. Um, I, on the other hand, not doing that way, and not doing the world that way. I'm instead enjoying some Cobra Kai. I think I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned in the last episode, watching some Cobra Kai, uh, season two, episode five right now. So I'm halfway through season two, just trudging along, making sure I get through it, as well as playing Yakuza Zero. So two martial arts-based forms of entertainment, which is very much down my alley uh, as a thing that I like to do. Huge Jackie Chan fan, so it should... uh, account for me, you know, being really into, um, again, uh, games like Yakuza, Yakuza Zero and move, and shows like Cobra Kai. Uh, the funny thing is, is that I know that if I 
jump into the Yakuza series, like there's like seven or eight games and they're about 30 plus hours each. So I, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm having a good time, but, and the story is super deep, but yet there's like a lot of silliness around it, like singing karaoke or bowling or, you know, hitting a baseball and, and all that. Uh, the SO and I are doing all right. Uh, COVID is really making this whole thing tough as it is a, a long distance thing, but, um, it is difficult. That's for sure. I'm gaining weight. I don't know if it's due to COVID or stress or whatever, but boy, oh boy, I need to start working out. I need to start eating better. Um, no, it's not need to. I will. I will, and I and I have started already. Actually, uh, I've been making better choices and and uh, minimizing what I consume, which is like the number one thing that got me to lose the weight last time around. Because shirts are getting tight, 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 tight. Um. Anyway, see, so, yeah, that's what's going on with me. So pretty, pretty, uh, pretty chill right now. Um. Not stressing out about anything at the moment. Um. Just, again, kind of observing and watching the world. And, you know, it kind of led me to some of the... I'm going to kind of do the show that I didn't do um, over last week's where I didn't share some anecdotes and some some stories. Um, I don't know how often I come back to, like, how I make friends and how I found the friends that I have today. So I thought maybe... This time around, it'll be kind of like a reset, even though it's already three weeks into is it three or it's like four weeks, I think, into January. Oh, yeah, see, four weeks into January. It's already four weeks into January. Um, it's almost the end of the month, but I figure maybe you guys can relate because I don't make friends tip like the typical way. So, why don't we go ahead and jump into the next segment? Well, I try not to. What to, to choke <clears throat> on the bubbles of this soda. What? No. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I should have more what sound effects. <laughs> sound bites. Anyway. So let's talk about making friends. Uh, let, let's start from scratch. It's a new year. Um, we kind of know how the world works a little bit now. It's a lot meaner. It's a lot more unforgiving. It's a lot more aggressive. I read somewhere, I don't know how true this is, about a, a son who um, gave his father up to, to the FBI and, uh, and uh, the, the mother and sister being devastated when they found out about the news of the uh, father going to the FBI, I think, on the news. So, like, this kid is, you know, feels he's done the right thing. And is now kind of, you know, uh, he's kind of just reveling in the the fame and the the backpats and things like that. Uh, I don't know if that's a way to make friends, <laughs> or, or 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 to to. Um, I mean, if you're getting fake internet points, that's a great way to do it. Actually, he's getting more than fake internet points; he's getting money. People are giving him just straight up cash for what he did because I guess he has to go to school now and go to college and whatnot. But wow, what a – and again, I don't know how true that story is. I didn't go deeper other than a few people tweeting about it and I'm just like, if that's true, that's insanity. 
But as I see further, more and more online, you know, family, uh, blood doesn't make family, you know, blood doesn't mean anything. Um, so yeah, actually, I don't know what makes family anymore or friends because people seem to, um, have a more fractured, talking a little fast, aren't I? A little more fractured, um, outlook on what friends are, which is, um, a scary thing, I think. All right, let's talk about friendship, shall we? Because this is the online friendship simulator, online friend simulator, whatever you want to call it. We share stories, beverages, games. Anyway, so I want to go far back to, because I don't know about how you guys were when you were kids, but I, I'm I'm going to share something with you that I don't think anyone will believe, and I mention this over and over again, that people don't believe it. I guarantee you it is true. I am an introvert. I am shy. People freak me out. People scare me. Now, if I have a friend with me and they witness me being friendly, it's because I am a energy vampire. I siphon the energy off of the friends that are around me and I feel comfortable around those who are with me. To where if I make a fool of myself or if I make myself look like an absolute moron, like the last episode, I have someone to fall back on. But if I'm running solo, if I'm riding solo, you won't hear a peep from me. Whenever I go to a convention, uh, when we used to be able to go to conventions, and I went by myself, I often spoke to no one. And I was going as press, which is kind of an oxymoron because I'm supposed to be talking to people. You know, uh, I should be um, documenting the event. And I do take pictures. I write stuff down from panels I go to and, you know, uh, what the overall feel that I get from the convention itself as I walk around. Is it, you know... Um, cosplay centered is it comic book centered is it pop culture centered things like that so i I, it's not like i'm not doing my job which is really a job unto myself because i'm the person you know i I, all that stuff would just go to this website you know and whatnot uh so for me i don't talk to anyone now on occasion someone has the guts to talk to me I remember one time I went to a Long Beach convention and I'm still Twitter friends with this person and Instagram friends with this person. Uh, this, this guy, kid, he was definitely younger than me, probably, probably 18, 19 years old. Uh, he looked young. I mean, it's hard to tell his age. He, was, he, just, he just looked young. He looked young. And he worked for the local newspaper and he saw my press badge. And he's like, hey, man, this is my first time going to convention. Like, what should I be uh, looking out for? And, you know, he was asking me questions and we were talking and we ended up sitting together at a panel that we were waiting for and kind of just we didn't talk to each other during the panel. But before and after, we kind of, you know, chatted a little bit, you know, compared notes and then ev- at, and then we shared social media um, ta- uh, information. Uh, which is great because I think the dude was cool. Uh, is cool. I mean, I, I see what he does, and you know, he's a, he's a big gamer and stuff like that. So he's having a good time. But I I don't talk to him on the regular. But if he didn't approach me, I would not have talked to this dude at all. 
not because I wasn't interested in not talking to people. It's just I don't I'm shy. It freaks me out. My anxiety goes through the roof when I need to talk to somebody or have to talk to somebody. When someone approaches me, I freak out. Now, there are exceptions to this rule, and they're very rare and very um, specific. The uh, What used to be called Kamikaze and is now called the LA Comic-Con, they used to have a, a, singles, a, a single geeks kind of panel where two people would come up to the front of the panel and they were like experts, but they didn't really do much other than present games for the people to kind of walk around and kind of talk to each other and socialize. It was a way to force socialization. And I, for three years in a row, I attended this thing and I met a few people and, you know, it forced me to talk to some folk and I, I, you know, you you had to play games where it's like, um, uh, what was it? There was games like um, Bingo, for instance, where uh, you had to find people who were interested in certain fandoms. And then you had, when you got Bingo, you got like a prize or something. And... It was fun for the for those three years. Unfortunately, the, the the people who started doing it stopped for some weird out of the world reason. I don't really know why they stopped doing it. I'm tempted, should conventions come up again, to do it myself, to uh, set up, um, relate, you know, a a uh, single let's mingle type of geek thing. And of course, very disproportionate men and women, right? More men, definitely much more men, uh, many more men than women, and. Um, it's always interesting to see a lot of men kind of hover around women and them feeling very awkward and uncomfortable because, look, we're nerds. You know, we look awkward. We act awkward. We're weird. We're socially, we're socially awkward. It's just kind of part of our nature for some of us. Some of us. Anyway, so for three years, they did this. And then oh, maybe more because on the fourth year, they didn't they showed up late like 20 minutes late. I don't think they were really into it. They didn't, I don't think they really wanted to do it. So here I am, I'm watching these groups of people and they're not talking to each other. And by myself, I have no energy vampire to siphon off of, but the exception to the rule for me when it comes to my social anxiety is if I'm in a room full of people who are much more socially anxious and more socially awkward than I am, I kind of feed off that energy. And so there was this one panel event at a LA Comic-Con in which we're all just kind of sitting around doing nothing, waiting for the people checking our watches. Like it's already seven 15. They're supposed to be here half an hour or 15 minutes ago. Like what's going on. And I'm like, okay, I stand up like, okay, let's do this. Um, and I didn't know what I was doing, but I, you know, like, Hey, like, let's talk to each other. Let's talk about our fandoms. Let's, you know, let's share our social medias together. Like, let's just do something. And, and I ended up say, uh, sharing some social media with a couple of people there. And then when the people came, like the people who are hosting the panel came, I just kind of sank into the back. <laughs> I sank back into, I went back to my place. I went back to the background. I was quiet again. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. They, my, my, uh, my service is no longer needed. I'm going to just slink into the back. So that's how I make acquaintances. Sometimes I make friends this way. And Raikau will know this story because this is how I met Raikau left coast and his wife. I went to 
um, and I, oh God, what's it called? Uh, the the uh, sister. I, 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 it's been so long that I've already forgotten. I'm also tired. But uh, San Diego Comic Con has a sister convention called. Um, oh my goodness. WonderCon. You probably heard me the the, the break there because I had to look it up because I completely forget. It just farted out of my head. I couldn't remember it. WonderCon. And at WonderCon, there's a little room in which people can chill after the convention. It has free food, free drinks. I mean, snacks. It's snacks and sodas. You you can hang out in the little uh, chill-out room and, you know, just kind of look over your – look over the things that you bought or or if you're with friends, talk about the panels you went to in in a room that's fairly quiet. I wouldn't say quiet, but, you know, it's not as loud as, like, the convention floor. And, and the convention floor is usually closed around the time because it's open till midnight. So there's a place where you can kind of hang out and, again, have some food, have some drink. If you're not rushing, rushing to get home. Now, I had spent the day with a friend of mine. She was there, but, she, you know, she went home early. I forget what, she, what happened. She, I think she either went home early or, or, or something. But I had spent the evening just by myself. And I found a table in this little room that they have the uh, the food and the drinks and whatnot. And I just sat there and I kind of just relaxed for a little bit. I didn't buy anything. I hadn't done anything other than, you know, maybe take some pictures and whatnot and, and have something ready for a podcast or even a write-up. If I was so inclined to write up about a WonderCon for like the sixth or seventh year I've been there. <laughs> I mean, I go to WonderCon every year, and it's it's a blast. I love that convention. Very cosplay-focused, a really cool convention. Anyway, so while I'm sitting there, a father and son sit right beside. They're like, hey, is this table taken? I'm like, no, no, no. I, I, I happen to sit at a big at a big table, maybe a, a six-seater. Father and son sit down. They're like, hey, how's it going? They start talking. We start having conversation. It's like, I'm like really just there to unwind. I didn't really want to talk to anyone. I was like, oh, you're going to talk to me. It's fine. Let's talk. All right. You know, and, and they shared like their experience at the con and, and whatnot. And then they leave. And then a girl that drove like six hours to get to this convention, actually about four hours to get to this convention, sits down and is like, you know, and we start talking as well. And she starts sharing her story and whatnot. And then, while we're having a conversation, right cow left coast and his wife um, attend, you know, sit, sit by me as well. And the woman who was there is like, look, I got to go. I got to drive back or whatever. It's like, nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. And then I end up spending the rest of the night talking to right cow left coast and sharing about the podcast that I do and whatnot. And I want to say online. I, I want to even say online friend simulator was in its infancy at the time, maybe first or second episode. Maybe it wasn't just about to go out. You know, and I started talking to him about it, and you know, we became friends, and we hung out afterwards, and like, but but it was all on him. Don't get me wrong; he's gonna write in and be like, "Ah, what are you talking about?" No, it was all on Right Cow. I am again a shy. I don't. If it wasn't for him being so friendly and nice, I I, I don't think that, you know uh, I, I would be uh, I would have any relation with this guy. Like I wouldn't know this guy. I would have just talked for a little bit, not shared any type of information, and would have gone home without. And knowing I'll never see any, any of those guys again, but no. Again, sometimes people I don't know what they why or how, but they, you know they they put themselves out there. 
I didn't. I just sat there. But some people pick up on that energy. You want to sit down. Want to share that stuff. And I, you know, I made I made a new friend. I made two new friends at that at that moment. Now that that might sound weird for a lot of people because again, a lot of people don't want to talk. You know, it's awkward. They feel awkward. They feel don't they don't feel comfortable in a situation where they have to you know to 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 you know develop or build a conversation and that's tough i'm not gonna lie conversations are hard which is why i think people think i'm not shy or you know an introvert because i do an improv show where i have to think on the on my on my feet i gotta think of something funny or i try to be funny i don't think i'm funny most of the time but i try to be and i'm like doing jokes and i'm trying to you know, do bad impersonations of uh, of celebrities. I'm just like, I'm going to just toss it all out there. Just toss, 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 you know. Uh, but it's a different environment, you know, uh, improv. You know, you, you get to step out of your shell because you get to be somebody else. You get to act like somebody else. But um, I know what it's like to have to sit in front of someone and, you know, have a conversation and try to build a conversation. It is not easy. Even with people you're friends with already, you know, I'm friends with a co-host, a, a, a podcaster, uh, Josh Hawks, right? He's on the, I do a show with him called Points of Interest Podcast. Um, and he and I never have trouble thinking of something to talk about because we ha- we geek out about a lot of stuff, you know. But 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 that was built over time. I guess I'm jumping ahead. That's what it can be, where you, you find somebody where you have hobbies and you have interests that have built over time and that you got to know them and build it over time. But for instance, like that conversation with Ryan Kalev Coast, you know, I had some passing knowledge on like My Little Pony, something that he's he and his wife are into. You know, I had some passing knowledge on it. I had watched it. I had been, uh, um, you know, I had uh, followed the fandom for female <laughs> It's so weird to admit sometimes, but it's true. <laughs> and you know, and then and then I just dropped off when when she obviously wasn't interested, and in, you know, and like yeah, we were friends, but that was you know, it's like well, she didn't need me to be there. We were friends in other respects, so it wasn't uh, the 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 fandom wasn't necessary for us to be friends. So I didn't have to keep going, you know, I didn't have to keep following that fandom. Um. But that's the thing. It's like, what are the things that you can like? The, finding something of interest and finding something to to even start a conversation with is probably the hardest part about making new acquaintances and making new friends. And here I am. I'm saying all you have to do is maybe you don't have to say anything at all. I think you just have to be a good question asker. Because I find myself a lot of times having conversations with people. In which I don't have to really say much at all. I just have to listen to them, which is great because I want to listen to them. They're my friend. But if I'm meeting for someone new for the first time, it's amazing when you can make the conversation about them. Because maybe uh, whether you're interesting or not, maybe you're whatever you're into, you know, getting to know somebody, getting to know someone and asking them questions and asking about them. Uh, is a great way to kind of build that rapport faster. Because there's nothing more that humans like to talk about than ourselves. We love to talk about ourselves. We have so much fun talking about ourselves. We like to tell our stories. We like to tell our tales of of victory and woe. Like, that's something we really enjoy doing. 
And I think the key to small talk, which is something that happens to come up quite a lot when it comes to just people in general and, and society in general. I know it's not really happening now due to our, you know, our current restrictions and all that stuff. But even online, on Twitter, on anywhere, Instagram, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> OnlyFans, I guess, if that's your thing. But everywhere, there is a, a way to start a conversation. And if they ask about you, awesome. I find that most people don't necessarily ask about you and how, you know, they'll ask one question, like, how are you doing? And you're like, I'm doing well. How are you? It's like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. You know, I did this, I did this. And you're like, oh, really? What happened when you did this and did that? It's like, and they'll tell you more. And it's like, oh, wow, that sounds really weird. Like, so tell me about this person who, like, did this to you. It's like, well, this person. And they will talk about their lives and spill their guts to you, which is a great thing. And then, you know, obviously it's a give and take. At some point, you'll be able to tell them stories of you and they'll be interested. But like, I think at the beginning, when you're, when, when you're finding yourself in the shoes of the one who has to kind of build that relationship, build that rapport, build that, that camaraderie, I think the question thing is a big deal. And so ask those questions and have some prepared in your own head. You know, maybe it's not easy to, to start a conversation, but, you know, maybe from a how are you to, uh, oh, okay. You know, don't be, you can be a little intuitive if you feel like it. I, I try to be intuitive and it fails quite often, so I try to do it less. But maybe if you're, you're feeling intuitive, maybe you can be like, oh, that, oh, you, that sounds interesting. Like, you seem really down about that or, or not, no, maybe not that, but maybe like, oh, you seem really excited about that or, or something, make it, keep it positive, don't, keep it, don't, don't make it negative, but keep it positive, you know, oh, that, oh, um, you know, I, I, I see your bag, you know, it looks like you're into anime, or you're into, um, Quentin Tarantino movies, or you're into whatever, like, look about, look at them, see if you can find something you could talk about, and ask them questions about it, because they're, people are happy to answer questions about them, like, like they're like, like they're, you know, it's like a fire sale. Like <laughs> I have to tell you everything. It's got to go. It's got to go fast. <laughs> I got to tell you everything. And I think that really works well. So, uh, I guess I do have some advice for you that rather than stories. Um, I was going to go back to my childhood, but maybe I'll go, maybe I'll hold off on that because I didn't have these skills when I was a kid. Okay. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. And then we'll get into the comments, and we'll wrap this up. The only story I want to tell when I was a kid, because I don't know how I made my friends. I don't know. I wasn't a social kid. Again, I was shy. I was scared. I didn't like talking to people, but people seemed to like talking to me. Like, I remember when I was a little kid in, like, third grade, and I was so convinced Super Mario Brothers was actually pronounced Super Mario Bros, right? Because that's how it's spelled. And I was insistent on it. And they're like, you know, yeah. At, oh, oh man. <laughs> okay. Maybe I'm not an introvert after all. Maybe I'm not. Because I remember... It's funny how one story kind of opens up other stories, opens up other stories in your own head. Because I remember that. I remember... It was it was third grade. It was lunchtime. I was hanging out with a bunch of pe- with a bunch of kids, and I'm like, "It's Super Mario Bros. It's Super Mario Bros." Like I was so convinced, and these kids were just like, "You're an idiot." It's Super Bros is short for brothers, and I'm like, "That that can't be right." 
it's spelled B R O S. Where's the thurs? Like I don't understand. Like I couldn't couldn't wrap my mind around the shortening of words, right? Um, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, what is this bros? Is brothers that what? And so I like argued with these kids for a while. I, I just remember just just having a not a fight, but just like having this debate at such a young age, you know. But then anytime I played games, it was always by myself. I, I I recall playing games by myself. So again, I don't know how I made friends. Maybe it was because I just was I was an idiot. And, and they just wanted to prove me wrong, so they hung out with me. I don't remember actually any friends during the third or fourth grade. It wasn't until I was in junior high that I remember having friends. And again, I don't know how I made those. But yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I'm a little social after all, because I, I do. <laughs> I do recall uh, before class, I would sometimes tell these really stupid stories that I found somewhere. I don't remember, but like ants on a log in the toilet and, uh, an adventure through the body of a cat. Like I told these stories as if like these things were, re- I don't know. I don't, and I, for some reason have blocked those memories out cause I'm just remembering them right now. And I haven't thought about this in decades. So maybe I was social, who knows, but if you're having a tough time, questions are the key. So this is a mistake to talk about my childhood. Let's move on. Sorry, guys, for wasting your time. Let's move on to the segment where we get to uh, share comments uh, by you, the listener. Um, and just oh, and before before I go to them, sorry, r- real quick, just know that, and I'm doing this super early. Uh, February is going to be 14th. 14th is what? It is a Sunday. So yeah, February 14th, Valentine's Day special live show. Uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you're lonely on Valentine's Day, uh, which I know many people are, I have been for many and many a year, uh, we're going to sh- spend time together, <laughs> hanging out, talking. You know, let, let, let's just talk about our woes. Let's just talk about the things that bum us. I don't know, whatever. We'll, we'll try to be positive, mostly. But, man, uh, Valentine's Day can be rough for the single person uh, of any stripe. Um so maybe we'll talk about that, but uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, the uh, comments. Oh, geez. I feel like I should have faded out. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm terrible at this. All right. Let's start with uh, – I'll go in descending order here. Uh, so this is from Anthony. Who writes, hey, Francis, I just got done listening to the episode of Online Friendship Simulator, and I agree with you 100%. It is slowly harder, it's slowly getting harder to express one's feelings these days because, quite frankly, we're all being taught not to have any. We're being trained to follow the crowd, and the cancel culture is running rampant in society these days, and it's being hidden as a ruse for social justice. No one knows how to think for themselves anymore. Critical thinking has gone by the wayside. Legitimate debates are a thing of the past, all because people aren't taught to have a mind of their own or give valid and constructive reasoning behind their own thoughts. Every day, friends meet to say hello or how are you to anyone, even online, because everyone has lost their ability to just be social and civil towards each other. Also, don't get me started about the topic of privacy. I don't even think that exists anymore. The best hope that we as people ha- who haven't forgotten our social and critical thinking skills is to be peaceful, loving, sincere, and genuine in our social dealings with people both online. Um, 
I'm, at the end, I'm assuming and offline. Also, uh, understand that there are some people who are just toxic to some people, and the best way to treat them is to have as little to no interaction with them as possible. Uh, the whole against culture that we as Americans seem to have isn't helping us, but it's devaluing us on so many levels. Ooh, that is a lot to unpack on that one. Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I agree with you, Anthony. I agree. Um, uh, it's kind of why I'm very selective of the kind of things that I put on social media. I find that if I have anything that is even remotely controversial, I will just share it with my SO or I'll share it with uh, my – I realize that SO means can mean senior officer, but my significant other. Uh, or, or my close friends, you know, if I need to share what I feel about something or on here, really, because, <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess they can, I guess I could get canceled on here. I mean, stranger things have happened. Uh, the per, like further purges of Twitter is still happening, things like that. And it's hitting on all sides right now. People are losing accounts also, whether no matter who you follow or what ideals you seem to have, it doesn't really matter anymore. It seems to be just, um, you know, people are screaming, 1984, 1984. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But um, it is interesting and it is kind of funny that, uh, yeah, just being um, a, just a polite human being doesn't quite do it anymore. Uh, people will scream at you no matter what. Now, of course, there's still reasonable people online. I still see it. I see it there. But I think, I, I think if this has taught us anything is that the future of friendships – are more intimate, are less in the public sphere. It's going to be people that maybe you find online on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram where you have a shared, a shared set of ideals or thoughts and you go, you don't, you don't express it in the, um, in the, uh, you know, in the public forum. You express it in more private areas like DMs or even like, what not well, maybe not WhatsApp specifically, but or, or or I guess Signal really. WhatsApp is no longer th- it is a thing, but it's no longer a thing people like. And I get it, yeah, privacy stuff as well. Um, so maybe that's what it is now. Maybe our friendships need to be classified or need to be uh, limited to more private affairs, and they can't just be out in public anymore because you know the wrong person sees it and then they attack you, and that's scary. You know, as for privacy, I mean, we all have cell phones, right? <laughs> who has a, who has privacy anymore when you have a cell phone? I mean, it's probably listening right now uh, to what I'm saying. So that's a super paranoid way of looking at it. I, I try not. I don't actually look at it that way. I mean, I'm a little more just like, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. Uh, I'm certain that if it were if it were happening, somebody would talk about it on on somewhere where it made it gained some kind of um, steam. But I think for now, they're not quite listening to on every device that we have. Uh, but I'm not – I wouldn't be surprised if that wasn't the case in the future. Um, but I, I'm a little more uh, optimistic when it comes to that stuff. Um, all right. This is from Right Cow Left. Co- oh, wait. Did I get everything? Oh, cancel. Let me just – and I just want to briefly touch on cancel culture. Uh, I like that people don't think it's real. When it gets to them, they'll realize it's real. <laughs> And it's not it, – cancel culture doesn't affect celebrities. Um, it affects everyone else. Celebra- celebrities, I think, are too powerful to be affected by cancel culture. They'll get their haters. They'll get the people that uh, uh, you know fight back against them. 
but there's another half of people who won't fight against them and think that they're great. So for celebrities, it's a little different because their pool of folks that kind of agree with them and disagree with them are pretty 50, 50. Uh, so they're not going anywhere, but for us, regular folk, you know, we, we step our we put our toe in the wrong, you know, we, we put our toe out of whack. I don't know what that means. If we step out of line, uh, I can definitely see us, you know, as regular folk being canceled to some degree. Um, because I, it is true. It is a thing. Um, and hopefully, like I said, I think we're not going to find value in the general uh, main uh, public forum of social media anymore. We have to find the value um, in individuals in a more private, more intimate setting in which, like, again, there are friends that I talk to offline um, on social media or not social, uh, offline on my phone or whatever that I try to at least. And, um, and we connect that way. All right. Uh, right, Kalefko says, think uh, for what? I don't know which order should I go in. Uh, I'll do the one that is timed before the this smaller one. <clears throat> Listening, beginning, one, two, three, six, PST, 21, January 2021. So far, 2021 has been a continuation of the dumpster fire of the previous year. I hope and pray it improves. Please don't internalize Big Brothers. Please speak your mind without fear. Remember the Shmoo episode of Dinosaurs? What is going on around freedom of speech makes me think back to that. It once was the case that people could be friends regardless of one's political position. Now one may be labeled a thing and attacked. I've shared with you my experience with that. I've shared with you in the past that the advice of the nun who was in charge of my confirmation class who had grown up in Ireland. The advice was, if one wants to avoid conflict, don't speak about money, religion, or politics. What is uh, the saying about news? Blood leads. Blood leads or blood, yeah, blood leads. Um, rem- uh, r- reminds me of a conversation with that, uh, which Dennis Miller and a guest had not long before he ended his podcast run. How before comedy and most of what people consume for entertainment was nonpartisan and apolitical. That the mindset was to try to attract the whole and it will increase the chance of, for personal success. And now newer comedians t- t- uh, trend to tact. In the opposite way, choosing to be highly partisan and not care about attracting the opposite side of the political spectrum in the hope that their open alignment with the political group will attract the majority of that side of the aisle in the hope of personal success. Thanks for this episode and continue this effort. If you are a moron, you are our moron. Ending listening at 13.33.21, January 2021. So I'm assuming these are notes that you made as you were listening to the show itself. Okay. Um, a couple of things, uh, but yeah, the big, again, you know, I, I don't necessarily think, I mean, I, I get the fear is what I think why I talked about it again. I don't really remember too much of what I said that night. Um, but yeah, we really, uh, we didn't, and I would say as, as of 10 years ago, we didn't really start thinking politically amongst our friends, especially since we were, when we were younger, like in college, like when I was in college, I didn't care what a political affiliation. I didn't. I never asked. I didn't care. I talked to whoever was willing to talk to me. Um, actually, it would be the other way around, which is another great example of me being shy. I never talked to anyone at school when I was going to college. I didn't talk to anyone um, in any of my classes until the last day. The last day of class, for some reason, was like a free-for-all, and everyone was willing to talk to each other, which is, I think, really funny. It's like that was the, uh, the you know, the sign for the floodgates to, o- gates to open, and we would all just 
chatter on about like the last days of school and our finals and whatnot. Um, back then, we didn't talk about it. Obviously, as we get, as we were younger, we didn't care. We just wanted to know what Transformer you're into, or did you see Gargoyles? Did you watch Hercules? Did you watch Legend of the Seeker? Did you? Um, how did you think about um, the Matrix or uh, uh, Avatar or whatever? Like that's what we talked about. We didn't talk about well. <laughs> You know, I mean, Avatar is like a, a leftist, uh, rightist uh, way of thinking about, you know, economy. And I was like, no, 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 we didn't talk about that stuff. Do we like the Navi? Why were they weirdly attractive when they were like gigantic CGI characters? You know, that's what we talked about. What game are you playing? But the thing is, is a lot of this stuff, the lot of the stuff that we kind of keep outside of our entertainment is really seeping itself in. I mean, look at this podcast. I mean, I normally wouldn't talk about this stuff, but it, it, and I try not to for like a good, you know, 60 plus episodes. And then it just became too much because it's so obvious that it's all around us, that it is a main factor in how we determine our friendships and our relationships. And it's sad because it shouldn't. We shouldn't be narking on people because of uh, their political affiliation we shouldn't be uh, calling people names because they you know tend to go one way or another with a why well like what does that accomplish you know um cobra kai (laughs) weirdly enough has a really good like analogy to this like you know the, the the students of cobra kai look at everyone as the enemy if they are not with me, they are the enemy. And we must defeat the enemy. We must strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And, you know, there are characters in that show where they're like, oh, I thought you were cool. But obviously because you are you don't, you know, you don't just do everything I say, you're the enemy. And therefore, they, uh, they lose friendships, they lose relationships, they lose... Um, focus, they lose, uh, aspects of their life, their, 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 you know, their personality, the, the things that made them a good person. Because they only see one thing. And I see that now. I mean, it's funny how Cobra Kai kind of is a reflection of the current, you know, climate of the world. Everyone's the enemy. We're not. No one's the enemy. Democrats aren't the enemy. Republicans aren't the enemy. You know, atheists, Christians, it doesn't matter. I hate that I'm talking about politics and religion right now, but no, uh, I mean, I miss the days where we were just yelling over like, well, Xbox is better than PlayStation. Uh, Genesis is way better than Nintendo. Like, ah, the good old days. That's how it should be. We talk about stupid stuff where our arguments are over the stupidest things because that it's, that's the way it should be. You know, but now we vilify everyone and it's like, and I saw, look, and here's the worst part. I see, I saw it so long ago. I saw it so long ago. If I had my old podcast up from like 10 years ago, you'd hear me talking about how uh, f- uh, there's, there, there's this growing villainous, vil- vilifying of people online. And in person, you know, just, just vilifying. There's just like this growing trend of vilifying human beings. It's like, why? Because we have a difference of opinion? And I know right now, I can hear it. I can hear it right now. The, the parroted, like, 
It's not an opinion. It's a, okay, okay, fine. If you're, I mean, so many people are just hell bent to make enemies of the other side of, of, of each other. I, there are no sides. There's no freaking sides. I hate that I'm saying sides. There are no sides. We're so hell bent on making enemies of each other. And we'll just say, we'll parrot the same things over and over again because it sounds so cool to say it. When in reality, it's like, well, I guess we're just not going to think for ourselves, are we? <laughs> we're going to just allow everyone else to do thinking for us. Great. All right. Last thing. Right. Cow also wrote one last thing. I don't know if this is, I don't know what this is a response to, but it says, think for, oh, well, there you go. Think for oneself. If the thought does not conform, it is wrong. Think sarcasm. Uh, 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 I guess start of sarcasm. Civil discourse and debate would mean that there, that I, there I'd another way. Wait, that there was another way to think about a topic other than what we have been told to think about a topic. We can't have that. And sarcasm. I used to uh, used to have a it used to be the it used to be the height of culture to know how to disagree agreeably. Ah, uh, yeah, we used to be able to say let's agree to disagree and have so have some beers and go out for a steak and like live life. But I see it more and more online, just the vitriol and the venom and and I'm like, I why. <laughs> Like what? The, how does that benefit you in any way? I, I mean, I guess it just means that you get to be in your own echo chamber and you don't have to be challenged in any way. That's cool. I don't know. Ask questions. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone for listening. Oh my goodness, this is uh, these are getting long. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, actually, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> SincereSarcasm.net is the website for commentary. If you want to comment on any episode, O-F-S, O as in Oscar, F as in Francis, S as in Sam, O-F-S show at gmail.com. If you want to send an email, 347-450-4335 is the voicemail. If you want to leave a voicemail and or if you want to leave a text message, I I read them, I listen, I do all that stuff. Um, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I get to do this, and I'm lucky to have you guys as friends who listen as often as you can. Uh, you guys are great. Um, thank you for making 2021 as crazy as it been as it's been uh, a tolerable one and and stuff to look forward to. So, have a great one, guys, and please know, my friends, that you have a friend in me. Talk soon about more positive stuff. And maybe more stories from my end. Bye, everyone.